0: Hello Vancouverites, Um, hope you're doing uh, well. It is uh, February the 6th, uh, 2020, and um, uh, this is my first podcast uh, for Vancouver News. Um, Anyways, the the subject matter that I wanted to talk about today is uh, the... Vancouver downtown east side Um, as many residents uh, here know uh, the problems uh, surrounding the Vancouver downtown east side um, have been escalating for a number of years and most notably um, a sharp escalation in uh, drugs um, and uh, violent crime um has uh really escalated over the last um uh, couple of years and um it's it's getting a little scary down here um i'm a resident uh, myself in vancouver uh, i've been a resident here in crosstown for approximately six years and uh and i've definitely noticed the the problems um Increasing, um, but for whatever reason, the uh, solutions uh, that uh, are being proposed by whether it be the mayor's office, uh, i.e., city council, or the province, or for that matter, the federal government, uh, doesn't really seem to adequately address the the issues that are causing. Um. A great uh, concern amongst the, the residents, especially the residents, uh, either being at the downtown east side, Strathcona, Crosstown, Gastown, and uh, it's even uh, even Strathcona, City Gate, the Olympic Village. Um, it's even stretching as far as uh, Kitsilano, so starting to uh, even impact uh, areas that, um, that normally um, have uh, remained uh, relatively free of the scourges of, uh, of, dr- of the drugs and uh, homeless and mental illness crisis that uh, we're experiencing here on the downtown east side. Um, I've got my own personal opinions on it, and uh, which we'll discuss today. Um, uh, my personal opinion on the subject matter is, is really there is little or no um, effective law and order uh, when it comes to uh, crimes um, in the neighborhood that are rooted in this, uh, these drugs. Um, Where the drugs um, uh, uh, problem seemed to really escalate was not only when fentanyl hit the scene, but it seems to be a combination, and this is pretty much uh, well established in the the local neighborhoods, that it's a combination of fentanyl and methamphetamine, and it's uh, making uh, people violent. Um, in some cases uh, uh, crazy violent, whether it be um, uh, violently uh, stealing things in order to fuel their drug habit or just violence in general, uh, because the the drug cocktail is so uh, potent uh, rendering the individual um, in a in a, a relentless uh, violent state um, it uh, it's definitely is uh, terrifying. And uh, so what is happening is it's almost become like a free-for-all zone where you have um, uh, drug dealers that are feeding off of these drug addicts that may or may not have mental health issues. Um, without question, uh, you can't tell me that fentanyl, Mixed with methamphetamine does not cause some form of mental psychosis which might uh, Might uh, appear at least on a cursory level of being that of mental illness Um, But no matter what the root cause here is uh, drugs Uh, the safe injection site uh, that we currently have um, uh, along Hastings Street um is although used um, but unfortunately, even directly outside of it and throughout uh, the uh, the area surrounding the downtown east side, including the downtown east side, um, open drug use is uh is very apparent um, it is everywhere um, discarded needles uh urination and defecation um, is is everywhere Um, and just the overall filth of the condition of the uh, streets has become um, intolerable uh, to the average uh, citizen. Uh, The brazen thefts and uh, violent crime is driving business out of the neighborhood. Um, uh, That's happening on two fronts. One People are just aren't shopping down here. Um, uh, also, the, the, the amount of thefts uh, that are taking place in these businesses are making the businesses uh, unable to um, sustain themselves um, due to uh, the obvious financial losses involved in such thefts. And there's even the, um, uh, the, uh, a third layer, and that is the inability to even hire people uh, to work in this area because of uh, the um, the individuals that they're having to um, face on a daily basis, it is an absolutely uh, terrifying time uh, to be a resident um, in this neighborhood. Um, my own personal opinion is is that uh, um, the drug dealers need to be arrested. Um, I think uh, crimes such as open-air drug use discarding needles urination and defecation um, must be met with um, with law and order and that includes uh, arrest and incarceration and I'm talking about uh, a humane form of incarceration especially that with the the uh, uh, the drug addict and um, uh, so when the individual is incarcerated, they they have the uh, they have the ability here to get the treatment that they need, and if forced treatment is the answer uh, to uh, save the community, um, so be it. And uh, ironically, by saving the community, um, you you would also be saving these uh, the, the the drug addicted uh, individuals' lives at the same uh, uh, point. And it would be the, you know, so it would essentially be a two-part fix. You would be eliminating the illegal activity on the street, and at the same time, you'd be saving lives. But uh, for whatever reason, there is a very active community down here um, that believes that the rights of the drug dealers, um and the addicts including the addicted who are also committing crimes um deserve uh a uh, pity and uh and do not uh deserve a uh a, a police response or a law and order response including incarceration um this overall lobbying effort uh, uh, for my personal opinion, appears to have had uh, an impact on our judicial system to where the judges um, are not um, uh, uh, dishing out appropriate sentences for the crimes that are being committed. So I think that at the end of the day, there needs to be a whole uh, process of rethinking um, this whole disaster. Um, there's, there's another layer to this disaster, and this is more of a controversial one, but you have umpteen non-profits, uh, working in this area that are receiving money. Um, nobody's really sure what they really are accomplishing at the end of the day. Uh, a lot are actually located, um, uh, in the downtown east side or in the vicinity, and, um, you know outside of uh, counseling or or giving people the option to voluntarily um, go in for treatment really they're not doing a whole lot in fact the problem is getting worse and worse and worse uh, it appears that uh, the more uh, the problem is getting worse the more money is being doled out to these nonprofits and um, it just doesn't seem to make sense. I think at the, uh, the end of the day, um, you have to take the control away from the non-profits. The government has got to take control. And I think in this case, uh, being that uh, the problem is so um, uh, centralized here in the downtown east side, Although there are other pockets uh without question throughout the province and probably other pockets throughout the, the Metro Vancouver area, uh the downtown East Side really is a melting pot. So I would put the um the onus on the mayor's office and city council um to take action and order the police um to do their jobs uh uh, my discussions uh, that I've had with the police officers in this uh, in the in the crosstown neighborhood is they want to be able to do their job, but they're finding it incredibly frustrating when the people are relentlessly being arrested, um, and uh, only to see them on the street if in some cases the same day, or very very minimal punishment. Um, and that includes people with rap sheets where they've been arrested dozens and dozens of times. Um, so there's uh, obviously a, a dilemma there. And the just looking at the amount of money that's being thrown at the downtown east side, I mean, people are talking about in the neighborhood of a million dollars a day um, being just thrown at this problem with no real solution. Well, a million dollars a day, that's $365 million a year. Um, In a very short period of time, that would be enough money to build one hell of a a jail or forced recovery uh, treatment center. And I think part and parcel of a recovery treatment center uh, slash uh, jail, uh, because it would be a crime that would uh, uh, cause this type of incarceration, um, once they are uh, clean, um, they have, I believe, that uh, uh, the, the addicts uh, uh, do need to do regular uh, blood work checks to make sure that they remain clean. And if they do not remain clean, then they have to go uh, back into uh, forced treatment. Um, it's the only way, unfortunately, that I can see uh, these streets being uh permanently cleaned up um and if uh, if there's not this type of um uh, action uh, uh, taken and i'm talking soon uh, the problem will just continually escalate and uh, we may end up with uh, uh problems uh that uh cities like down south are experiencing like seattle where you have enormous tent cities everywhere, uh, where things have just escalated um, out of control, uh, where they're no longer able to kind of centralize where the problem is, just kind of spread all over the city. Um, That is what I predict will happen in Vancouver. Um, You've got thousands of people just pinned up in a very small area here in Vancouver with the majority of the crimes and drug use are taking place um but there's only so much room and it's expanding at such a degree that uh just uh, by virtue of human nature it is uh the problems are now expanding beyond the downtown east side beyond <coughs> crosstown beyond Strathcona, beyond gastown uh beyond the olympic village it uh You know, creeping up into Mount Pleasant, um, you know, the west side. Um, Indications of it now in the west end. Um, You know, really the only area uh, in terms of the true downtown um, core that seems to uh, have remained relatively um, clean is is the Coal Harbor area you're even seeing problems now surfacing in what was uh, used to be really considered the creme de la creme for downtown living, which is Yelltown. Even that's experiencing problems. So um, unless there's action done by the, uh, I think, municipal um, government, and I'm talking immediate action, um, this thing is going to get completely out of control and uh be uh, even worse for the residents that are ju- just law abiding residents um, just trying to live um uh in the area so anyways that's uh, that's my thoughts for today and this is my first uh podcast and uh I look forward to uh doing uh, more in the future and uh and I'll try and uh switch up the subjects so Everyone here in Vancouver, you have a good night, and um, thank you for listening, and uh, hope you enjoyed the first uh, podcast of Vancouver News. Take care and have a good night.